A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. We need a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com. Johnny Wrestling or Johnny Takeover, as my shirt says. And listen, I want you to listen. Like, we're the ball right now. It's crazy. It's loud. It's hectic. We're in New York City. But I want you to listen to No Holds Barred Network. To the No Holds Barred Network with another episode of Under the Ropes. I'm your host, as always, the EVP of Giggles, the Heartbreak Chick, the Queen of the Indies, and I already see Edward, Sparkly Vampire, over there making faces. Wow! What's up, I, just, I just, I'm just, I'm just pointing at all the names in the air. That's all. I didn't. I, I was trying to be nice. I was like, someone was gonna edit in all the names, but now you ruined it. You see, you had to. But what's up, everyone? This is the Law Ray Ramundo, and we are back with another edition of Under the Ropes, and we are joined by a very, very, very special guest. He is the ace of space himself, LSG, or better known as Leon St. Giovanni. How are you doing, sir? What's up, guys? Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. We're so excited to finally sit and chat with yeah. you. It's been a while, so especially since we've seen you, so we're so excited for uh, to chat with you on the network right now. So, yeah. um, Ray, you feeling better? You feeling- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been it's it's been some time. It's been some time. I don't think you've been like in the hospital because of that, you know. No, no. Okay. <laughs> We'll, we'll get to that yes, later. We'll, we'll, get, to we'll that. get into that later. So if you guys aren't understanding what we're talking about, you will know like a little later in this interview. <laughs> so guys, please share the stream. If you have questions, drop them in the chat here on Under the Ropes. We interview anything with independent wrestling, whether it's wrestlers, promoters, referees, anything backstage, anything independent wrestling. We, we're going to talk about it. So LSG, you ready to do this? Let's do it. All right. So let's let's get a little back to basic here. So how did you become a professional wrestler? <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> um, I met a guy named Eric Corvus, who you all know from Synergy. Uh, he's a staple of independent pro wrestling in New Jersey. I used to watch him at Jersey All Pro here in Rawway. And I, we had some mutual friends. Like, you know, a lot of guys in my generation, we all, like, did backyard wrestling and stuff. And I met him, and uh, you know, I 
I was like, you know what? Backyard wrestling is cool and all, but I want to get into pro wrestling. I want to, you know, do it legit and get trained and all that. And he was training guys. So I think this was like summer of 2010. Me, my brother at the time, um, and a couple other guys at KTB, we would go train with Eric Corvus and learn all the basics, the fundamentals and all that stuff. And that's kind of how, how I broke in. And he hooked me up with some like some bookings at the end of the year once I was like, somewhat uh, ready. And that was actually with Beyond Wrestling. That's how I got my start. And then I just started picking up like local bookings here and there. And I would just jump from school to school because, I, you know, I didn't really have a home school. I didn't have that like traditional um, start that some guys have. They don't. You know, you just go to a school, you learn how to wrestle, and then you just start taking bookings. I was kind of, like, learning as I went. And then, you know, you fast forward a couple of years, and then I got to the Monster Factory and got, like, I wouldn't say proper training, but I got the full spectrum of training, like, four days, five days a week, and, like, really got better. So it was, it was a journey. It was not, like, a, your traditional way of getting into business. Wow. Interesting. Yeah, and we got everybody. If you guys are on the network, we've had Eric Corvus numerous times on the network as well. So if anything, go back and check out that interview. He's also done episodes of Indie Talks with me and Ray as well. If you want to learn a little bit more about Eric Corvus, if you don't know about him as well, so definitely, definitely. And I've also had to feel that as well. So (laughs) I'm just getting PTSD throughout the whole interview here. (laughs) Uh, Let's let's keep it going here. So I usually like to talk about. Uh, with the guys, character evolution in professional wrestling. So let's yeah. talk a little bit about yours. How do we get from the king of the kill to the <laughs> human rocket to the ace of space that we know today? Yeah. So it's funny. There's a, there are a couple of iterations even before the, that whole king of the kill thing. Um, but so the king of the kill is a, it's an interesting concept. Uh, if you guys are if you guys have ever heard of interspecies wrestling (ISW), I like to call it like rated R Chikara. It's like Chikara for adults. And at the time, like, um, I had watched a lot of it and I noticed all the kind of cool characters that were there, all these like animal based characters with masks and stuff. And I was like, you know what, why don't I be like the complete opposite? I want to be the antithesis of those guys. I want to be like, I'm a big comic book fan. So I was like, why don't I try to be like Craven the Hunter and these are the animals? Like, so if you guys, anybody watching this, if you guys know Spider-Man or whatever, Craven the Hunter, he's a hunter. He's all about hunting Spider-Man and and big game. So I'm like, you know what? Like, let me just try out this funny character. And, like, I cut some promos with it. Like, I had literally, like, furry vest and, like, mustache. It was just ridiculous. <laughs> but it went over really well. And, like, I had a great time with Interspecies Wrestling. It's one of my favorite places to wrestle. And it kind of got me out of my shell because before that, I just was very, like, reserved and quiet and stuff like that. And this kind of, like, ridiculous character kind of um, – it kind of helped me evolve a little bit and just find a different side of my personality. So you go from that, and then uh, I kind of took that aggression and like like that um, evolve uh, evolution in the character and brought it to like my normal just LSG persona. And the human rocket thing was actually, I'm pretty sure Ian Riccoboni from Ring of Honor came up with that. I think it was something. I'm not really really sure, uh, but he used to be the commentator at the Monster Factory. And at the time, I was like, no, I was like the biggest high flyer there, and it was kind of just a name that stuck. The Human Rocket it was just like this, this guy that was just throwing his body around, and and uh, 
I was known for doing the 450 splash and all these kind of dives to the outside and things like that. So that stuck. And then the whole Ace of Space thing, like, I don't really remember how it came about. But, like, one day it just popped in my head and I'm like, I want to use a cool name that, like, rhymes. And uh, I, like, heard Ace of Bass and I'm like, everyone loves that band. Yes. I was like, I want... <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was like, Ace of Space. I'm like, I'm already doing this human rocket thing. I'm like, let's just use it. Why not? And I was like, I got to change my... I got to change my name on Twitter real quick before anybody else does it. <laughs> I just took it. That's really it. Sometimes it just like, it just you know, these fleeting moments, fleeting ideas you just come up with. You got to yeah. just run with it. And like now people know me as that. See, Ray, you can't mock all my many nicknames, okay? <laughs> I, I'll digress from like... that that's going to be a whole conversation. <laughs> It's like I'm not even going there. It's like, like with him, at least it was natural. It just flowed. What is that? But again, mean? We'll wait, nope. well, hold, hold the phone. phone. Next question. Hold the phone, okay? What the heck is that supposed Tiff, to be? <laughs> the focus is on LSG. <laughs> okay, we fight after the podcast. By the way, let me shout out a couple of people in the chat because there's a bunch of people in the chat. So we got Matt Awesome's in the chat. He said, hashtag chop right now. Uh, he also said, what's up, LSG? Miss you, bro. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he said good stuff at the bubble, bro. Uh, and the Royal says, yo, Fate said, just got home at work, but I will listen at work tomorrow. But I love LSG. And uh, I saw a couple of <laughs> girl Faith. And then uh, Javone says, hi, LSG. Met you in Vegas at Ring of Honor pay-per-view. Oh, cool. So little Thanks shout outs to you guys. Guys, share the stream. Get get a bunch of people in here. You got questions? Drop them in the chat. I'll read them out. Okay. So we're going to move on to, uh, you know, sparkly Edward over there that would have fight after the podcast. But <laughs> OK, so here's this question for like a fan that may have never yeah. seen you before. So if they never saw you before, what match of yours would you recommend uh, for them to watch? Ooh, OK. Um, Can I pick more than one? Anything you want. That's fine. OK, I've got a couple then. OK. Okay, I spent a lot of my career as a tag team wrestler, so I got to pick a, a really big tag match that I had. I kind of like, I want to say, helped me graduate at Ring of Honor, like put me on a different level. Um, it was Coast to Coast versus War Machine. And this was War Machine's last match before they went to NXT and became the Viking Raiders. And it was one of my like most proudest moments in my career. It was at uh, Ring of Honor at, at the um, 2300 Arena in Philadelphia, and it was just like just an incredible time. It was almost like passing the torch to like a younger generation, a, a newer team. So definitely check that out on the Honor Club. And then one of my favorites from from this year was me versus Eric Corbis. So and the I Quit match. Eric is a guy I've known for over 10 years, and somehow. We had never wrestled before, like in one-on-one competition. We had, I think we had a couple tag matches and a couple, like maybe three or four ways, but never singles. And it was a culmination of just years of like friendship and hatred for each other and all this stuff, kind of different emotions. And obviously, if you saw that match, like it was brutal and like I'm really proud of it because it was different than usually like what I usually do, like what I, my matches are usually like. So, um, yeah, definitely check that out if you want to see a different side of, of uh, my wrestling career. That should be on Fight TV and YouTube. Awesome. <clears throat> Royal Seven Chat asks LSG about the old war gimmick. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
Who asked that? Royal. Royal. So I was just actually. Yeah. That. So, uh, my cousin he wrestled and his name is he did a character named War, but everyone thought it was me. I'm like, nah, it's not me. He's got, yeah, this dude's got issues. He wears a mask. He's like PTSD. He is like talks about conspiracy theories and stuff like that. He was, he was pretty crazy, but uh, yeah, it definitely wasn't me. Definitely wasn't me. Not, not even hundred percent. Hundred percent was not me. I would not lie. Okay. <laughs> um, let, let's keep it going here. So I always like to ask this hard hitting question to the guys. What does stepping into the ring mean for you? It means being truly alive and being who I was born to be, I think. Because it's funny, like, I sometimes I feel like I'm not comfortable in my own skin. But when I get in the ring, I can kind of shed all of that and, like, just be myself and fulfill my purpose in life, I think. You know, everyone's got a purpose in life. I think, like, mine is to get emotion out of people and tell good stories in the ring. And, and I think me being in the ring is just like, it's the way that I can personally do that. Everything else outside of the ring is like, obviously important to me, but it's not, I'm not really myself. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we have a fan tweet from our friend, good cop, bad cop wrestling. Um, <laughs> just a little warning on this because he does this to every wrestler that comes on. He loves to stump everybody that comes on here. He said <laughs> that your name is an anagram of innovate lingo. What phrase or phrases have you used in your career that have been resonated the most with the crowd? <laughs> hmm. Let's see. I don't know. That's, that's a good <laughs> I mean, it's pretty simple. Like, honestly, it, it, it comes down to this. One of the reasons I put my name together the way it actually Corvus helped me is because I like the way people would chant RVD, like the three syllables, and like LSG. And I was like, that's honestly why I did it. And it's easy for people to chant and <laughs> very easy to get behind. So like that's like the number one, obviously. Um, another one I, that people have been using a lot lately is because uh, I'm a Mets fan and like one of our phrases now as, as for the Mets team is – Let's fucking go Mets, LFGM. <laughs> so like, um, a lot of people say like, uh, like let's LFG, LSG. You know, let's talk. So I'm like, oh, whatever, man. I don't care. I'm not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty simple with it. Like that whole LSG thing. Like I wish I could just do the RVD thing and hit a frog splash and call it a day. But I should probably come up with something else. <laughs> Ray sweating over there because he's surrounded by two Mets fans right now. Let's go. <laughs> More reason to get chopped again. He's so disgusted with me. <laughs> I'm a Yankees fan, so it's like, really? Like, it's okay. It's all right. We don't uh... play that often. It's all right. It's only like three or four times a year. And we win most of the time, so hey. All okay. right, Ray. <laughs> oh, all right. I boot Ray off this call right now. Bye, Ray. Thanks, thanks for helping but out on this I interview. I still have good questions. Nah, it's all right. Bye. Going. All right. Actually, Matt Awesome has a chat, uh, question in chat. He goes, what was your favorite cosplay for New York City Comic Con, and what cosplay do you want to do in the future? Okay. Um. Yeah, I've done a few now. I ha I have to go with Black Bolt and Medusa. So anyone who's watching and you're a Marvel fan, the Inhuman Royal Family, it's like kind of like 
I, they're my favorite characters. It's kind of underrated. Like they're not totally mainstream yet. Um, check that out. I posted a cool, cool pictures on my Instagram and stuff like that. So I did Black Bull and uh, my girlfriend Gabby Ortiz was Medusa. So like, they're like the king and queen of uh, in like the Marvel Universe. So we did that one. That was pretty cool. We did Team Rocket once, Jesse and James, which is awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. And yeah, yeah, probably those. I love it. I love it. All right, let's talk a little bit about your match of Ring of Honor's final battle event. Can you describe like the feeling like to be back in the ring with like Ring of Honor and then like, you know, yeah. even like our, our good friend Tony Deppin, like let's talk a little bit about that. That was like a huge uh, milestone in my career. <clears throat> I've been a Ring of Honor fan since I was 15 years old. Uh, so it was kind of like a full circle moment for me. I got to see Final Battle 2005 in person in my hometown in New, New Jersey. So then, you, you know, you fast forward 15 years and like I got to finally compete at Final Battle because before, you know, I've been like with Ring of Honor since 2015, but I haven't wrestled at Final Battle. I've been like having to watch from the sidelines, watching the back. It's kind of a humbling experience. It's like, yeah, I'm here, but I'm not totally there yet. I haven't made it yet. So that's why you got to keep working. You can never get comfortable. And that's all I've been doing, especially in 2020, just working my ass off so that I could get to this point and finally fulfilled that. Check that off the list. My final battle moment was pretty fun. Um, I'm upset with the way it ended, but uh, no one can ever take that away from me. I, I wrestled that final battle. And Deppin, I'm coming for you. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. You have to wait and see. Ray, Ray, do you, Ray, do you realize that everybody comes on this podcast and comes at Deppin? Do you realize that? Jeff Cannonball. It's, it's the Daisy Dukes, man. <laughs> Daisy Dukes. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, it was exciting for me to see, like, you guys. And I'm like, yay, these are guys that I see, like, on the norm. Our, our, yeah. One of our favorite promotions at Synergy. So, like, that, it was That really was one of the cool parts about it because, like, you know, the other guys in the match, I, I'm, I'm really, you know, cool with them. And I've, I've been around, you know, traveling the road with them and everything. But having a guy like Deppin, who's he's kind of blowing up on the indies and, and he, he's been doing, doing great the last couple of years. We all we both came from like the same the same background back in the day. So to see us both like at this moment together in the ring was like it's, it's kind of cool moment. It was cool. It was cool. Definitely. Was it was awesome to get to see you there. And especially again, final battle for anyone that knows Ring of Honor, it's it's the Mecca event. You wanna make it to that and it was great to see you guys kill it. And again, future is still bright for you guys, so we'll wait and see. But we do have another fan tweet here. Let's keep it going. This one another interesting find here so let's see from our friend mgb graham asks oh, as you tagged with tim hughes in 2011 oh. as new kids on the block what is your favorite <laughs> new kids on the block song dude i know nothing about new kids on the block right? <laughs> so that was not our decision okay so all right let me let me give you a background on this there's like a little carny promotion called nws national wrestling uh superstars that anyone from New Jersey knows about. They ran for years and years. They're defunct now. But we would get booked on these shows because, you know, we're from, you know, they would have they would have events at, like, our hometown and our high school or, like, the middle schools and stuff. And, like, me and Tim Hughes, we go way back. We've, we've known each other since high school. We, got, we started teaming together, and they would just randomly give the teams names. I'm like, I didn't come up with that. New Kids on the Block? I know nothing about New Kids on the Block. What the hell is this? Are you kidding me? Like... 
and I'm thinking they're gonna put it. Was it what's that one song? The right stuff. So I I was gonna say I feel like that's just the like. That's like the one. Like I'm like, is that what they're gonna play when we come out? Like what the step by step. (laughs) Showing age right now. I don't even know. I know nothing about them, honestly. I just know Danny Cage loves them, and he'd probably be really upset with me that I know nothing about New Kids on the Block. Yeah, he's giving you that face right now, just like yeah, Cage face. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then there you go. There's your answer, MGB Graham. Sorry, it's not as. uh, Let's keep it going though. Let's let's keep this. Wow. (laughs) So. Uh, as a competitor that's been a part of multiple tag teams slash factions, most famously coast to coast with Shaheem Ali, would you say you prefer that style or to be a lone wolf as you currently are? Ooh. I, I'm a lone wolf, man. I'm a loner at heart. But I'll say this. The coast to coast thing was probably one of the most fun times of my, my life. Uh, and that afforded me a lot of amazing opportunities. I got to wrestle some of the best teams in the world. I wrestled the best friends, Young Bucks several times, uh, Tempora Boys who are now Rapungi 3K, War Machine, uh, Motor City Machine Guns. I got to wrestle in Mexico with Coast to Coast. I got to go to Germany for two months with Coast to Coast, Canada too. So it's like, you know, I love wrestling as a singles wrestler, but at the same time, the tag stuff has given me so many great opportunities and I've had I made so many memories with Shaheem, and he's one of my best friends, my brother forever. So I can't, I can't pick one or the other. I love that though. That's awesome. Oh, That's yeah. awesome to hear again. I always like to ask it just because I know it's usually that mix of like, you, you just enjoy what you're doing. You gotta love what you're doing, and that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I did get to see one of your matches once. You guys versus two of my friends in Private Party. You guys definitely stole that show there. Oh yeah, that was the Jersey All Pro Return. Yeah. Yeah. So, that was fun. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Tiff, you're up. Do you have any pre-match rituals? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, okay, so this dates back to my days of playing baseball. I kind of like the way I get dressed, it has to be exactly the same every time. Like I have a specific way I put my socks on and my knee pads on. Like it has to be the right order. I'll like restart. If I mess something up, oh, I will wow. take it all off and restart it. Uh, cause it has to feel right. Like in my head, it's, I got OCD, I guess, That's okay. <laughs> but <laughs> definitely like the preparation of that and like kind of my, uh, just my, my day going into a match is like, I try to keep a routine of like my workout and stuff like that in the morning and getting in and stretching and all that. Um, sometimes you're, sometimes you can't do that because of different circumstances. You're late to a show or like, um, the card is changing and things, things are get wacky, but I like to just have a routine. And it, it just dates back to my preparation as an athlete, as a baseball player, and just being like, wake up, get ready, prepare every day the same way. Love it. Love it. Love it. I love it. So, can you talk to us a little bit about your relationship? You mentioned him earlier a lot. The Matt mechanic himself, Eric Corbis. Yeah. So, I I will always love that man. Uh, <laughs> he, took a, he took a liking to me back, you know, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, something like that. And I think he just saw something in me. Oh, did we lose him? Uh-oh. <laughs> Freeze up. <laughs> oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Eric, bro- Eric broke the stream. <laughs> you know, I've had my back throughout the years and just 
I mean, are we frozen? Yeah, we were frozen, you were, you were for, frozen for a good chunk of that. <laughs> we were just talking right, about the. I'm starting. We were just talking about so the sorry. earlier before no, the podcast. Awesome. Too. So, yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. I got a lot of love for Corvus, you know, because he broke me into the business and he took a liking to me when we first, you know, met. And I really don't know where I would be right now without him. Um, I don't even know if I'd be wrestling. The fact that he, like, saw some potential in me and invited me to train at his house just goes to show what kind of person he is. He, he's always been about teaching the next generation of guys. He's an awesome coach. And, yeah, man, like, even my first, like, real match in front of a crowd was with him and Tim Hughes in the three-way. Like, I, you know, and then you fast forward all these years later and we're still – tight we're still close and he's still looking out for me and trying to help me become a better wrestler so uh, i'll always love that guy even even though we've butt heads in the, in the past a few times but yeah i i owe a lot to him oh, so if you're listening corvus i love you but i'll make you bleed again if you piss me off <laughs> Oh, God. It's funny. We were talking about that match earlier (laughs) when we were getting ready for this interview. And I'm like, all I can remember is just April's, our friend April's nails in my arm (laughs) from the spots you guys were doing. I'm like, okay, why am I in pain? (laughs) Oh, man. I love it. I love it. Okay, another fan tweet from our friend MGB Mason. He says, I see in 2013 you appeared in Burger King of the Ring 2 at ISW. Have not seen the event. How does this differ from a regular King of the Ring tournament? So, the winner gets a bag of Whoppers. Um, Actually, no, I don't. (laughs) I wish. Man, if I knew if if that was the prize, I would have tried harder. (laughs) You know, it's funny. I'm like trying to. Re- <laughs> I don't remember why it was called that. I know, like, they would just have funny play on words, but yeah, I don't remember. I think I, I'm pretty sure I did a tag team match on that show. <laughs> but yeah, Burger King of the Ring. It, I, you know, if they, if they gave out Whoppers, I definitely would have tried harder to win. <laughs> oh, it's got to be a lot. It'd be like 10 years wrestling. Like, that's a that, lot. You can't remember. I, I I couldn't believe you would remember everything. Oh, I remember that. I just don't remember what the, what the gimmick of the show was. <laughs> I just say blame it on the bumps. That's it. There you go. We're gonna we're gonna use that excuse. <laughs> oh man. Um. All right. So, oh, did he freeze again? I think we lost him again. <laughs> Okay. Oh, there we go. There we go. We're there good. we go. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we're good? We're yeah, good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Okay. Uh, could you give us one of your favorite road trip stories? A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. Because old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. This new year, we need a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's still ours to win. Start different at GoDaddy.com. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. We need a new generation of thinking. Your way of thinking. Start different at GoDaddy.com. Hmm. 
All right. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I got a few. Um, all right. So obviously I've traveled with Shaheem Ali a lot. Uh, <laughs> on the road for several years together with Coast to Coast. Traveling all over the country. That's, you know, kind of why we're called Coast to Coast. But every time we would go down south, uh, there's a place called Cookout. Okay. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's a fast food chain called Cookout. It's amazing. It's cheap. And they have amazing milkshakes. And Shaheem just has to get milkshakes whenever he goes. But not just one milkshake, not just two milkshakes, not three milkshakes, not four milkshakes, not five milkshakes, not six, but maybe like seven or eight milkshakes. (laughs) And we're in a van for hours together. And this man is lactose intolerant. Oh, no. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. The thoughts. (laughs) so a lot of our trips were like it was just us all watching shaheem chug milkshakes um but like yeah a lot of those funny those funny uh trips down south and into like random parts of the country and just just i love riding with the with the guys in the van and all that but definitely watching shaheem drink milkshakes that was probably one of the most fun things just knowing that he's lactose intolerant uh, was like was like the best part about it but that man loves his milkshake so he didn't care he didn't care if he tortured the rest of the car but uh (laughs) damn there must have been like a lot of holders like that's a lot of milkshakes so you okay you know like those like the The trays trays for the drinks yeah yeah come out of cookout with like three of them (laughs) and then we would stop at a gas station and he would look for more milkshakes oh no Uh, trying to get those for real shakes, probably like was it like just added on. But was it like different kind of milkshakes, or was it always like one kind, like a, like a vanilla milkshake or something like that? Or he would he would get some variations, but he would he's like a big um he likes some mint chocolate chip. Uh-huh. And there's a big there's a big uh you know we would we would debate about this for hours. Is there a difference between chocolate chip mint and mint chocolate chip? And a lot of our trips were just like us arguing with each other about this. <laughs> <laughs> I love oh god that is that it's is a, awesome made in the ice cream world i don't know if you knew that <laughs> oh then uh, one day we'll know the answer the ice cream community is probably really upset with me right now <laughs> but i like mint chocolate chip they'll, they'll be okay they'll be okay <laughs> well then so if there was one person you could face to get in a heartbeat who would it be Ooh, okay who would i face again Mm. That is a great question. All right. There's a guy wrestled in two different matches, two tag matches, but I never had got a chance to wrestle him in a singles match. Actually, three times. Three times. Hangman, Adam Page. Um, yeah, so we crossed paths back in the day when I was first coming up in Ring of Honor. Um, I was really new, and... In those matches, like, we got our asses kicked. I'm not going to lie. But I feel like, you know, you fast forward to now, and it's a whole different different ball game. He's at the top of his game. I'm at the top of my game. I would love to get a chance to wrestle Hangman. Oh, I love it. I love it. Mm, that, would, that would be, again, a lot of evolutions gone there, so that would be interesting. Yeah. See the ace of space versus the Hangman. Hmm. Well, who uh, knows? Okay. You never know. <laughs> we'll see. Free it, baby. <laughs> what? <laughs> Maybe, maybe. <laughs> okay, so 
Okay, so you've been one of the faces of uh, Sinji Pro Wrestling, having great matches with our girl Casey Catal and Eric Corvus and so many others. What has Synergy meant to you? And what are your thoughts on dealing with our crazy antics, including hashtag Chuck Ray? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think most people in wrestling know me from, from Ring of Honor doing the Coast to Coast thing. But Synergy has afforded me the opportunity to like show a different side of me, this aggressive side. I get to work more as a heel, uh, which I love to do. I never really get to do that Ring of Honor. So me getting to show this different side of my personality, and I, I've shown it in my matches like Corvus and Jordan Oliver and Casey and Matt Vertigo. Um, and, it, and it's cool because you know we, we stream on like IWTV and Fight TV, and it, it gets shown to a whole different audience. Uh, so I love Synergy for that fact that they help introduce new, you know, new wrestlers to new audiences, and it's a local company for me. You know, it's a New Jersey-based company, so I take pride in, in my performances there and performing in front of like the local fans, and um, I love it. It's one of my homes, so that's a big part of it. And obviously, the fans are great. You two are a part of that um, that whole community, and you guys make the shows really special. And like, you guys stand out. When we see you in the crowd. I'm like, we gotta mess with them. We gotta do something with them. We gotta- <laughs> antagonize them piss them off <laughs> because i feel like you guys set the pace for the rest of the crowd it's like they kind of you guys are like you guys are awesome and they i feel like a lot of fans follow your lead so um yeah we definitely we, we love having you guys there and we, we thank you guys for being like so supportive of, of the shows we really are a problem. and I, I definitely want to just chop you again <laughs> I want to do it differently though next time. Me and uh, I feel. I want to chop you in the back. <laughs> that hurts more. Next time. It does. Or... I like, <laughs> this is the funny thing about that that it's like I love that you mentioned that part of guys antagonizing just us. Most of the guys on that roster I've trained with, so it's just funny to just see like, oh here we go. What am I gonna get today? <laughs> yeah. I've been punched at synergy. <laughs> throwing stuff at <laughs> chop like crazy so oh god and, and even I love it. lsg has even said like me and april are the reason why ray gets a lot of crap because we start a lot of crap <laughs> like yeah, he said it on our video he i was did. like i didn't even he do did. anything he was like you're getting I cheered for him. yeah he was There's like <laughs> i'll tell you this you need some new friends all right <laughs> <laughs> these people are gonna get you hurt okay <laughs> next time i wrestle synergy i'm gonna dive on you and it's gonna be their fault <laughs> Well, that's not be See, the at first least I'll time. Catch you, yeah, <laughs> Ray will catch you because who is it? Matt Vertigo that you caught? Yeah, I caught Vertigo. You yeah. caught Vertigo. <laughs> See, and... I know how to base at least. Like I could yeah. do certain things in there. I got you. I'll catch you. <laughs> no, but it's kind of like fun. Like, I, and you're right. Like I, I think about it. Like we, we have set like a lot of tones, and I, especially me, like I cause a lot of havoc. But it's fun. It's all you know. It's all pure fun that we have. I mean, I was throwing streamers at Casey and MC Hall, and like. Colin just like looked at me in the video. It was the best like thing, but it's all harmless fun. Like, oh, we... yeah, this is what was on Saturday. Yeah, this was on Saturday. <laughs> like, oh my watch, goodness! Watch. Like, I gotta tag you on the the clip because I posted it. But uh... <laughs> no, but it's great. And this is what like this is why we do these under the ropes. Like, we truly love independent wrestling. It's the base. It's the foundation of mainstream. Um, and, and it's so exciting to see guys like you move up, like just to sit and like even have these chats with you, which it's just an amazing feeling, even for me as a fan to like watch you grow and then like to see where you go later on. So again, like we're very supportive here and our fans, like 
support independent wrestling because it's so important um and and don't be like quiet like we'll be loud like me and april poor ray i'm sorry ray like you get in so much trouble because of me and april but i just gotta be in the corner with the danny cage face and just like <laughs> why why am i here Colin, just, why is this happening the next show just sit him next to you because i think he's had enough of me in april but you know <laughs> anyway let's move on go ahead ray <laughs> Oh jeez, gotta love it, gotta love it. But let's keep it going. See, Tiff was laughing that whole time, but now I must throw her oh, under the bus no. just a little bit. I didn't look at hey. these questions. Damn it! Nope, you did not. This oh, is why I sent them last you. minute. <laughs> so I have to ask you, throwing you her under the bus here. You've gotten the chance on multiple occasions to square off against her number one husband, the one above all himself, Anthony Gango. So. Your thoughts on Mr. Gangone, and is he someone you would like to face again in 2021? That man is a wily bastard, okay? <laughs> he's always up to no good. But I'll give him credit because he's really good. He's, he's a fantastic wrestler. But <laughs> I we, I don't know if you guys realize that we, we wrestled each other um, – like a couple, a few months ago, actually, before it got really cold outside, we had a we had an event for Excite Wrestling in New York, and actually beat him for the Excite International Championship. So I'm pretty sure he's he was not happy about that, <laughs> and I'm sure he wants a rematch. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm here. I'm waiting. I haven't had a defense yet. So, uh, yeah, I would love to wrestle him again. He, he's a super fantastic wrestler, and he's really innovative. Like. He's a lot like Corvus in a way because the stuff that he comes up with is like very different and he's just like thinks outside of the box. Even with his like character and everything, like the vignettes and things like that he's that he's put out. So yeah, he's always fun to, to be in the ring with. Okay. So See Tiff, that wasn't that bad, was it? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna get you after the podcast. So anyway. <laughs> she's gonna yeah, she's gonna be a widow though next time. <laughs> I can't be 100% nice. I think I, I got to throw in some like. Damn. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess I'll be moving on to number two husband then or something if that happens. Like, damn. Like, crap. I got to revise my, my list of husbands list. Anyway. Um... <laughs> husband list? <laughs> what? I have a list yep. of husband list. That's right, the gimmick. Get, hold on. Let's just talk to you. Hear this. Okay. So... I'm going to ask you this question. <laughs> Well, I got to revise it because it's been a while. So, like, Gangon's number one. Alex Zane's number two. Akira's number three. And, uh, like, that's where, like, uh, I got to go back and look at the actual list because it's been a long time since I've updated it. So, As down. you know, she has a dry erase board, I bet, in her room. And she, like, <laughs> I did tell her to get that once because I'm just like, it changes it almost change. every week. It does. Like, just... It's been a long time since I've, like, updated it. So, like, I forget, like, after, like, the third, like, who wears everybody on the list. And I and now, like, Alex Zane is, like, sighing. So now he has to come off the indie list of husbands and move over to the other one. It's yeah, there's now, rules to this there's, list. There's so like, many rules to my list you of husbands. Probably, you should probably open up, like, a Twitter poll to fill out your husband's list. <laughs> but but Gangon is, is locked in. We've locked him in because... Anybody who's moved up to the number one husband list couldn't handle it. So, and then Gangon lost all his belts, and, and, and I was like, the universe is not accepting this. So, I had to put him back. And then he yelled at me on one of the podcasts. I was like, you're locked in. So, Gangon's locked at one. Ray, how do you deal with this, Ray? I don't get it. 
I don't know. This is my last interview anyway, so I guess I'm I'm done. <laughs> Damn right. Damn right. <laughs> I'm moving on to my next question. All right. So, what's been the craziest thing a fan's done to get your attention? Oh, okay. Uh, what's the craziest thing a fan done to get my attention? Uh, <laughs> this, all right, I got a couple. Uh, I got, I got one ridiculous one. This kid at the factory, she would always come to the Monster Factory shows. And she would wait outside of the shows to talk to everybody. And one day she sees me after the after the show and she goes, hey, my mom's single. Um, she really likes you. Do you want to come over and go on a date with her? I'm like, no, what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> and she begged me. I was like, she's like, wanted me, like, she's like, I need like basically like, like my mom needs a new husband. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm like, kid, get out the hell out of here. Get oh out of here. Was go, like go. the kid like really, really young or was it like a teenager like kid or? Teenage kid, like a. That just makes it worse. <laughs> She's like, yeah, let me just go to a, re- a wrestling show to scout husbands for my mom. <laughs> well, who does that? Me. Well, I scout husbands for myself. <laughs> <laughs> that that was where the downside was. It was just years later we find out no. kids just sent a random girl. That's what it the difference yeah. with me is it's just a list. I'm not trying to get with anybody <laughs> on the yeah. list. It's just a fun husband list. Yeah, besides that, it's mostly just like DMs about like, hey, can I buy your underwear? Oh, or like, uh, can I, like, okay. do you have big feet? Like, I'm like, oh huh? my goodness. Oh, Jeez, yeah, guys. That stop, kind of stuff. Stop being creepy. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. All right. Anyway, Ray. Wow. Okay, Ray, go ahead. Take this. <laughs> let's, let's keep it going here because it's just, wow. Before we start wrapping up, we have I have to ask about this because this has been, especially on wrestling Twitter, the talk of it. You, you got a classic TNA-style ring. <laughs> Between you and Tim Hughes, I got to ask two things. Yeah. One... What got you to want to buy one of those? And two, when are we getting the LSG and Tim Hughes six-sided dojo? <laughs> oh, man. Well, I have a longtime friend who actually works for AEW now. He used to work for TNA back in the day as a producer. And somehow he got a hold of this ring. This is a ring that they used to use on like promotional events because it's a little smaller. Or they would use it for house shows. Um, and I, I, I went to a house show actually where they used this ring. And I'm pretty sure Kurt Angle and AJ Styles wrestled in it in uh, Webster Hall in Manhattan. So uh, the ring means a lot to me. I've seen the ring being used years ago when I was, you know, a teenager. And now I own it because he needed to get rid of it. And he's like, hey, Gio, do you want this thing? Like, I, I got to move. I don't have anywhere to put it. I know it means a lot to you. Do you want it? I'm like, hell yeah, let's go. So <laughs> I bought the ring. We put it together, kind of tested it out. And I, I feel like we blew up Twitter with that because people were like, how the hell did you get a TNA ring? It literally has the TNA stickers still on it, the red ropes, the whole the whole deal. So um, it's really cool to have. I don't know what we're gonna do with it. I, I mean, we're planning to maybe put on some shows next year. Of course. Having some interesting ideas, some talks with Synergy about hosting a special kind of event Ooh. with the theme of the Six Eyed Ring. I don't know. We'll see. Um, you heard it here for, first, folks. Um, but as far as like a school goes, I don't, 
I don't know, man. We got to we need a place to put it because right now it's just in storage. We need an actual building and all that. But it would be pretty cool. I would love to have my own facility. Coaching is one of my favorite things to do. I want to coach one day. So having my own school would be pretty sick. Chris is in the chat. He said, what is your go-to TV show on either Netflix, Hulu, D Disney Plus, Crunchyroll, and what would you recommend for people to watch? Hmm. I, I rarely ever go back to a show once I finish it. So I don't have like, you know, I know some people love watching, they'll just pop on The Office or something like that and just like, they could watch it from any point. Um, I can just give you some of my shows that I liked this this year, like in the quarantine time that I was big on. Um, Halt and Catch Fire, which is a really cool show on, on AMC. Um, I like weird stuff like Black Mirror. Like I, that's a show I could rewatch all the time because I'm just messed up in the head. Uh, <laughs> um, I like, I'm a big fan of uh, Sabrina, the new Sabrina on Netflix. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of that show. It's, I think it's awesome. Um, what else? And Watchmen. If you guys haven't checked that out on HBO Max, like Watchmen was a big one and Lovecraft Country. Those were like awesome shows on HBO Max. Check those out. Well then, well then. Love it. Um, do you have a favorite road trip <clears throat> snack? Road trip snack? Oh, okay. This is easy. <laughs> I love, I love, in all caps, love gummy bears. Okay. <laughs> I love gummy bears. <laughs> I try to seek out any kind of gummy bear. Uh, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm. Haribo has a lot of heat. I got a lot of heat with them because lately they sucked, and I'm, I'm going to get a lot of, uh, I'm going to get a lot of shit for this. But Haribo, step it up. But I love my gummies, Albanese, and I even love the Seven Eleven gummies. Ooh. So anytime I go on the road, I try to get a big bag of them. Or if I'm like in a weird place, I like to find like the local brand. I'm always eating gummies. My favorite snack. Ray, so maybe if you break him some gummies, maybe he won't chop you? Yes, that's a good idea. I feel like that's not going to work out, but <laughs> let's try it next time. We're, we're all going to be at the same show. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to give him the gummies, and then he's going to chop me in the bag. That's what's oh, going to happen. thank you, Ray. Boom. Yeah, I'll, give, I'll give you some, though, after. Oh, there, you there you go. There you go. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Let's let's keep it going. So down to my final question, at least here, what is the end goal for LSG, and what would you like your legacy to be? Hmm. I think the end goal is just to give back to pro wrestling in any way. Um, like I said before, I would love to coach one day, but I want to leave a lasting impression to inspire people the way I was inspired back in 2005 when I went to Final Battle as a fan. That feeling that I got. Um, that feeling that those performers gave me, like I want to give that to somebody else. I want to be able to inspire people. Maybe it just inspire them just as fans or even to become a wrestler and to like take that step. Because I know when I first started, I was so, I had so many doubts about it. I was like, no one's going to accept this. Like no one in my family's going to understand it. Um, I want to try to inspire people to like, just take that leap of faith. Because if you don't, you're going to, you know, have a lot of regrets in life and it, no one wants to live like, live like that. So, Definitely want to give that back to people. And I just want to leave wrestling better than, you know, than I, I want to leave wrestling better than when I was there. So. That's great. Yeah. I love it. Awesome. 
So that's amazing. So we're gonna finish off with one final question. To all inspiring and amateur wrestlers out there, what's a piece of advice that you would give them? I would say, stay humble and train properly. Uh, I see a lot of guys out there that they get a little bit of buzz and they think that's it. They don't need to train anymore. But uh, I'll go back to what Danny Cage says all the time. Look at the look at the NFL teams. All right, they have a game. They don't just go home and chill out for a week. They're back at practice. You know, a day later, they're back at it, training and training and training for the next match. Um, I see too many guys in independence who they get a little bit of buzz and they get a little bit of clout and they think that's it. I don't need to train anymore. That's it. I'm done. I don't need. Why do I need that? I'm over on Twitter. Why do I need to train? But in the long run, those kind of guys they fizzle out, and the ones who are really dedicated to the craft and train and treat it like a sport and treat their their career as a business. Um, and they don't, you know, they don't take any shortcuts. Those are the ones that really make it in the end, and they have the best careers. So, if you're out there and you want to wrestle, take it seriously. Go to training, go to a good school, and um, yeah, never stop learning. Just be humble. Great advice. Love it. Love that is it. awesome. Take notes, guys. Take yeah. notes from that right there, because definitely is true. Very important. So. Tell everybody where they can find you if they're not following you, which they should be. But if they're not, where can they find you? Um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. It's all the same. Leon St. Giovanni. Look up LSG or the Ace of Space. You will find me. I got some cool stuff I'm going to be posting on YouTube soon. Probably some throwback vlogs to like my travels through 2020. Because I actually got to do some traveling with Alaska and um, did some fun stuff at Ring of Honor. So I'll be posting some videos there. And... Hoping for 2021, it's a little busier, so I'll have a lot more travel vlogs on YouTube. Uh, but definitely check those out and get me get at me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm on those all the time. And all the links are listed below for you guys that you can just like click, like go down there and click it. Is there anything like coming up uh, that's uh, announced uh, now that's uh, upcoming that people can watch you? Yeah, so if you guys know Ring of Honor, we're taping a lot of uh, TV right now in the ROH bubble. So we've got a lot of great content coming out. So stay tuned to that. We do the big watch along with the wrestlers. Uh, so use the hashtag watch ROH on Mondays, 7 p.m. Uh, we got I got some cool matches coming up that will be airing in the next few weeks or, yeah, something like that. So definitely check that out on Ring of Honor. If you don't have the Honor Club, get that too. Hoping to come back to Synergy. I got a lot of unfinished business there. I'm not happy with the way things ended last time I was there. So check that out. And – also, WrestlePro Alaska, we're doing some awesome stuff in, in April. We're doing five cities in 10 days, wow. something something insane like that. It's never been done before. So please stay tuned for that because that's going to be amazing. It's going to be really, really, really cool for, for everybody to watch. So exciting. Check so that out. Exciting. WrestlePro Alaska. Definitely. Great. I love it. So thank you again so much for joining us on Under the Ropes. It's Again, it's been a pleasure. You know, we love seeing you. We love – well, I love – getting ray chopped by you so. <laughs> wait now that you bring it up hold on hold on hold on i can't let this be my last interview and not do this at least wait, i gotta bring up interview it's my last for a bit because i'm taking a break and that leads to what i was gonna say she stresses you I'm... out that much no it's not that yeah, he, he just doesn't want to admit it it's okay it's no cool. i am going back to training like you said we gotta make sure we work on our craft but right. that leads to my question is I've added a lot of vets to that list and they've said yes. So I got to ask you the same. Once I'm ready, 
How about a match, Alistair? Ooh. Because <laughs> I got that receipt coming. Ooh. I'm ready. I'm right here. <laughs> waiting. I'm always ready. I got the streamers, and I'll make sure I'll get the first aid kit. You know, the Queen of the Indies first aid kit, just in case, you know, like if I need it, you know, like. Damn. <laughs> no faith in me at all. I'm just going to. I didn't say who I'm was for. Like I, I didn't say who was for. I was just saying I'm getting the first aid kit ready just in case, oh, like. You know? <laughs> and I'll bring no, some gummy bears, so. No blood, I promise. No blood. Unless we're doing like, unless we're, are we going to wrestle like ICW? Then no. I can't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sure Why not? You sure you want to wrestle in the cage? Why not? Pit fight. Let's go. I can, we can wrestle a pit fight. Pit, pit fight. Uh, I can let's make go. some phone calls. <laughs> Why don't we like? You don't want to do like, let's get you know, no ring death match. You don't want to do that. We'll throw. Okay. Uh, I'm good in square circle. That's just, it. Just let me know. We'll throw Brandon Kirk in there too. We'll throw. <laughs> we'll throw Corbin. You just want us to die now. You know, everybody keeps saying that they want to list the husband battle royal, but like, I feel like that we should have like a battle royal with Ray with everybody that comes on this podcast. That'd be cool. We've done, we've, we've done over a hundred episodes. <laughs> How about a handicap match? All the all the guests versus him. Oh, I like this idea. <laughs> or you know what you should do? You should do like a, a gauntlet of like Tiffany's husbands. So you just have to fight each husband. There you go. Like, it's not like Scott that... Pilgrim. You there just you... go through her. It's not that long. Evil X. What do you think, Ray? Husbands. I, it's funny because I'll like randomly tweet out at wrestlers and like I'll tag them like Ray like you have to wrestle this person or whatever and, like I did it with Alex Cologne the other night and uh, Ray's oh, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like why <laughs> I'm sorry Ray we gotta we gotta send you off with a little bit so but you well, know. so anyway guys thank you so much this was our first interview under the ropes for the new year so thank you again LSG we're again we're very excited we can't wait to see you again I can't wait to see the chops but best wishes with Ring of Honor and wherever else uh, <laughs> you go and I'm looking forward to that match with you and Ray one day so well, but, thank you guys this is a lot of fun. Yes. Thank you Thanks guys again. so much for watching Under Ropes, and we will be back with you soon. Have a good one. Bye, guys. Peace. There's something you me. Get it back to me. Enough is enough. They just want to hurt us. Bring us down. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. Because old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. This new year, we need a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's still ours to win. Start different at GoDaddy.com. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. Because old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. This new year, we need a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's still ours to win. Start different at GoDaddy.com.